Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Irk Music Geek, the podcast. This is the audio edition of the website, irkmusicgeek.com. For my newcomers, hold tight. I'll explain all this shit in a minute. For my repeat listeners, special shout out to you all. Thank you for coming back and listening. I've been keeping it consistent, thankful uh, for the quarantine for that, allowing me some time to just get some shit that I really want to do done. And this is one of those things, so I'm glad to be able to get back on a consistent schedule, and I will try my my hardest to keep that going once we are let back outside. But um, thank you for listening and coming back check this shit out even through all the the breaks and shit um for my new people like i said this is the audio version of the website irkmusicgeek.com if you are new to that as well that is an opinion-based blog where i give my first impressions of new music as it is released across different genres of music i'm um will pretty much give anything a listen give anything a chance i'll write on it um tell what i think about it uh, and that's pretty much all the blog is. It's just new music releases. I was also uh, posting information about tours, concerts, festivals, all that good stuff. But don't look like that's going to be happening for a very long time, which kind of makes me sad because I'm a like a concert goer. Um, I had lots of them lined up. Thank God I had not purchased tickets yet, but I had lots of shows planned on attending um shit right now i'm supposed to be at or getting ready to go to the kryptonite festival big boys first festival but like i said that shouldn't happen so right now we're just doing music write-ups and reviews and this is the audio version of that before i go into how this works um let me just explain a little bit of why i am irked it is basically my sentiments um and thoughts and feelings about a lot of music blogs and um other websites that do music review, all that type of stuff. Um, I feel like a lot of that is not, um, it's not unbiased. It's not authentic. I feel like a lot of these, uh, platforms, you know, have allegiances and relationships with certain artists, certain labels, and that reflects in how they review the music. Instead of calling the spade a spade, they'll constantly promote certain artists or say music sounds one way when, most of us with some good sense and ears can hear it don't sound like that. And all of that shit is annoying as hell to me. I feel like it is taking over what payola used to be, um, especially just because now online and, you know, a lot of people do pretty much everything from the palm of their hands with their phone. And so what they read and see on the internet can influence a lot. And so I feel like a lot of that is happening and that shit irks the hell out of me. And so this platform, I was motivated to start just because I've always been a huge music fan, huge music lover, consider myself to be a geek and nerd of it. Um, and I just got tired of reading the same shit about the same artists and, you know, it being the same opinion. And I do understand music is subjective. And so obviously, you know, when it comes to art, people will feel different ways about it. But there is a lot of music out here that is just horrible and it's being promoted and, you know, um, talked about as if it is just amazing. And a lot of that shit is not and so this is just an, a place where you can come to get an honest opinion of a lot of the music that's out here. Also, where you can kind of just get write-ups and hear me talk about 
artists that are not necessarily all out here. Just a little mixture of everything. Like I said, I've always been the type to give pretty much anything a listen. And so it could be a wide range of artists that you would hear me talk about or see me write about. So that is Earth Music Geek. That is why I am Earth. And how the podcast works is I pretty much will pick some songs that came out on this past New Music Friday. I will usually somewhere between like four to six. Depends on how much was out, how much I feel like talking. Um, then I will play a little bit of the song for you all to hear. Usually somewhere between like a minute, minute 30 Enough for you all to hear what I'm basing my opinion off of and enough for you to hear to kind of get your own opinion of what the song sounded like to you. So I will play a little bit of it and then I'll tell you what I think. It's very easy to follow along, very simple. Um, And that's just how this shit go. So let's go ahead and get into it. First, we'll start off by talking about some music that was released on this past New Music Friday. If you've been listening um, and you've heard me talk about the quarantine and all this shit and how that was going to affect music releases past couple weeks it ain't been looking too good but this past new music friday we got some some good releases some good substantive releases and i was super excited ahead of friday to just hear some things that i had been looking forward to and just to hear you know what looked like it was going to be a lot of music that was coming out. Um, some of the singles that came out, 21 Savage is back. I feel like it's been a minute since he's released his own music, but he is out with a new single called Secret. And of course, you know, we know he loves him some R&B and it samples uh, Escapes, You're My Little Secret, and it features my boo, Summer Walker is probably one of my favorite uh, singers at the moment. And the song was just okay. I was a little disappointed. Um, I've always said, you know, I don't I don't like to overt samples that pretty much just take the melody of a song, like, you know, take the whole lyrics. I like it when it's subtle, where it takes you a minute to even realize that the song is being sampled. But in this case, it's pretty much like another rendition of the original. And yeah, it's just okay to me. Um, you know, I do want to hear it again. I don't think I listened to it in the car either, but yeah, it was okay. Wasn't a bad song, but it just wasn't really anything that I would definitely go back to. And that's even being as huge of a Summer Walker fan that I am. Um, Kalani has been dropping music left and right. She's been gearing up for her new album and she's been doing some singles and then even doing some videos that she's been shooting herself inside of her home because of the quarantine. The newest song is called Everybody Business. And if you know Kalani and her music, you know, we can get personal records, which is what she's given us a lot more of um, with these releases as opposed to some of the, you know, more youthful dance songs that she hadn't given us before. She's another artist that I absolutely love. That Sweet Sexy Savage album is something that I can put on at any moment and listen to from top to bottom. So I'm excited to hear this new more grown-up Kalani that we'll get for this new album. I don't know if she has pushed it back. I think she had like a summer release and so that may still be intact given the situation but she definitely is keeping business rolling as usual by just taking a lot of shit into her own hands in her own damn house and I am not mad at that. Um, Jack Boy has a new album. Oh, it's not the Jack Boys. Okay, I was mistaken. So Jack Boy, I don't know who that is, has a new song called Kodak Black called Like a Million. Trouble has also been releasing um, 
a lot of music lately. He has a new one called Medusa featuring Jeezy. It's just all right to me. Not really much that I uh, was into when I heard it. Um, French Montana has a new one as well called That's a Fact. Um, it pretty much sounds like what you would expect from French Montana. Take that how you want. Um, don't necessarily mean that in a good or bad way. Um, designer is still trying to hold on, boy. And if this song ain't appropriately appropriately titled, it's called Survivor. Um, he just refuses to let go. Uh, I don't know if he's even still, let me see. I don't know if he's still considered to be on good music because I know he cussed them out not that long ago. The credits don't have any indication as to who it was released under. So that's very interesting. He may be independent at this point. Oh, no, it says LOD Records, which I think that's his own shit. So it sounds like he might be out of that good music deal. Good for him. Um, that is out. John Legend released a new one as well called Bigger Love. Kelly Rowland released a new single called Coffee. I think I'll do a write-up of that at some point during this week. So make sure you check the blog for that. Some other single releases. Joji, I think I've done a write-up of him before, released a new song called Gimme Love. Um, Kenny Chesney released a new song called Guys Need Cap Guys Named Captain. Interesting. Um, all right, and that's some of the singles, some of the album releases that came out, some things that I were definitely looking forward to. Oh, first, let me mention that Future decided to put Purple Rain, as he's been doing, he dropped Beast Mode like the week before. He's been slowly putting his um, catalog on streaming, which I don't know, because at one point they were all there, then they all disappeared, except for some of the bigger names, like none of the mixtapes were there, and I don't know why. Um, they were removed, but now he's putting them back, but he's doing them, you know, like one at a time. And so Purple Rain came out, I think on Thursday. I was very happy to see that. It's one of my favorite future mixtapes. And, um, that was nice reliving that moment. So that is out if you had not caught that. But, um, some of the new releases, Division, I have been looking forward to this album. I'm a huge Division fan. If you don't know, they're a producer, singer, duo out of, I think, Toronto. They are signed to OVO, which is Drake. And they've just quietly been making some dope-ass music for a while. I kind of randomly got put on to them. And from that moment, you know, it's been paid attention to whatever they release. And I'm rarely, rarely disappointed um, in the music that they put out. And so I was super excited to hear the new album. It's called Amuse In Her Feelings, narrated by Division. You know, they had released maybe about four four singles, if not more than that, over the course of some time. And so kind of got a little bit of what to expect from it. But, you know, of course, I like to hear a project in its completion. And I would say that I'm, I'm fucking with it. Um, that project is a good length. There are 16 tracks on there, some features, some good notable features, which I think will um, garner attention from some people that might not have necessarily listened to Division before. But um, like I said, I do do like the album. I do want to give it some more listens. Um, you know, initially there were some songs that I knew I connected with just by, you know, hearing them on from the first time but I do want to give the entire project to listen again but I'm fucking with it I like it I have done some rides with it um because that to me for their type of music is is necessary and so I'm fucking with it um at some point this week I will do I think a write-up of one of the songs I've reviewed quite a few of the songs from this project so I don't want it to be overkill but I think just to 
solidify what my opinion is of the entire project. I will probably at some point do a write-up of one of those songs, but that is out. The Baby released a new album as well called Blame It On Baby. That one had 13 tracks. He always has a nice, concise number of songs on his album. It's quite a few, few features on that as well. Um, I think he only gave us that one single. I did a write-up of that song when it dropped. Find My Way. Horrible. Um, it was awful. You know, I understand he was trying to switch up the style and all of that, but that was not was not a good preview into the album. But I'm going to pick another song for this episode to review. So I will talk more about that once we get there. Some other album releases. Um, Rotimi released the Unplugged Sessions called 41720, which I don't know if these are old songs that came out before. Sounds like it's only six tracks and they're all acoustic versions. So I think these are songs that have already been released that you've probably already heard if you fuck with Rotimi. And they're just a, a live, maybe acoustic version of that. But that is out. The Dream released Sex Tape 4, which is, you know, obviously in the series, the Sex Tape series. That is um, another one that I was excited to hear just because I have fucked with The Dream for a while. I will definitely be doing one of those songs as well. So we'll talk more about that. Also new on streaming, but not new at all, is Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Came out in 92. Um, and so that has just been released on streaming just in time for 420. Thank you for that. Um, Kiara Sheard released a new album called Kiara. 15 songs on that. That also has some um, features on that as well. Some that you can, you know, obviously expect if you're familiar with their, her gospel sound. And I will be picking a song off of that as well to do. No, not for today. At some point this week, I'll do a write-up of one of those songs. So just look out for that. West Side Gun released a new one called Pray for Paris. I'm picking something off that as well. So I will get more into that in a minute. Um, that may have been some of the major album releases. Oh, Fiona Apple. That's cute. Um, released a new one called Fetch the, Bo- the Bolt Cutters. Very interesting. That is out. Um... I think that might be some of the the more notable releases, but I will, um, like I said, do some... Oh, Kelly Clarkson came out with some? Hold on now. Okay, no, it's one song, but in multiple languages. It's called I Dare You. I don't even know if I've heard that original version, but that is out. Um, So yeah, like I said, there are some other releases that you all can find. Let's go ahead and get into the reviews for today's episode. I'm going to start off, like I said, with this West Side Gun new project, Pray for Paris, um, is out. If you're unfamiliar, West Side Gun is a rapper out of upstate New York, Buffalo to be exact. Um, and he is a part of the Griselda Records clique. They have slowly, um, but damn surely, have been becoming more and more notable They have been coming more and more recognized. The music is becoming more and more mainstream. Definitely not in the content, but just in the fact that they're becoming the niggas are are hearing about and are interested in and wanting to work with. And because they've been making music for a minute. And so it's just happening. And it's kind of cool to see it happening. They are, I think, still officially signed to Shady Records, which is Eminem. 
Eminem's group. I don't know if they're still a part of that, but I also know they got some sort of a deal with Rock Nation too. So some niggas in the industry fucks with them. So I'm going to play uh, a song off of that new project. The song is called Allah Sent Me and it um, features basically, it's like the click song. It features uh, Benny the Butcher, who's also on Griselda and Conway. And all these niggas somehow are related, which is also pretty cool. So it's called Allah Sent Me West Side Gun featuring Benny the Butcher and Conway. Feeling back. Yo, all race fighting with the ceiling back. Addicted after my first pack. Stole the dealer track. You know I had times in Pro 7. I was feeling that. Drive-bys and DUIs. Shooters spilling yak. Uh-huh. I'm a supreme drip. McQueen kicks. 30 bags. Pull off in three whips when I leave and kick. yo, burn baby London trenches. Cover in the rushes. Blew the nigga head off. A walk of life is nothing. Hit him with the dummy. Try to cook it, but it wasn't. Brought the nigga home behind the wall, now he bloodin'. Yeah. We the last of the hard rappers. Fans ain't find work, but found the garbage full of soft rappers. Uh, got a hundred thousand in car statues. My bitch body like Megan, her shit is all natural. Yo, Lee, you want a yard for a hundred mackles? Niggas know my flow sacred as a hundred chapels. I built another statue up from the gravel. My crib need two more closets and another bathroom. That keep the accolades. I take the stacks, make backs of things. Every 12 months, my address change. All right, so first I'm going to tell you what I thought about the album as a whole. And I think this is, they release, between all three of them, they release a lot of mixtapes. So I think this is actually an official album. And I'm fucking with it. Like, I'm not going to front. Like, I've been fucking with Griselda since... 2014 2015 I'm new to them very new to them like most people are but I'm fucking with it you know it's obviously a certain sound um they real New York real street and so if that ain't really your thing you may not you may not like it but if you fuck with rap because them niggas spit then you you would you would like it and so I'm fucking with the album as a whole from beginning to end I think there was nothing that I heard that made me want to change the record. It's a couple other songs on there that I really, really like. Um, I was trying to decide on which one to pick for the episode. I was going between that one. There's a song called 500 Ounces with Freddie Gibbs and Rock Marciano. Freddie Gibbs went the fuck off. Um, 
I thought that shit was his song for a second. Um, there's another one called French Toast Wale. Wale did his theme. They even got a song with Tyler, the creator feature, and he produced a different track on the song. Tyler snapped. Um, so yeah, it's just a great album. It's a great project as a whole, which to Griselda fans, to Westside fans, that's nothing new. But, you know, if you are new to them, this is a good place to start, um, you know, just to kind of start going down the rabbit hole but um yeah I'm fucking with it this particular song I decided to pick just because it had the three of them on there so it could kind of just introduce you all to who Griselda Records is and the type of content that you could get from them and I feel like this uh song is a good example of that production was super dope done by Derringer who does a lot of their stuff so um he knows how to work with the sound that they give Um, But yeah, it's a a typical crew track where, you know, on a project where you get the whole crew on there and everybody got them do their best. They, you know, give their best and go bar for bar. And that's what it was. Just bars for bars for bars. Um, I would say that this is, you know, definitely the type of music that this whole isolation and quarantine won't hurt, won't affect. They don't do a lot of promo and shit anyway. They recently have started doing it, more of it, but they don't need that and they don't need live shows to kind of, you know what I'm saying, make it pop. It's the type of music where shit, you just listen, you know, you may not have shit going on, get high, choose advice, whatever it is that you want to do and just let that shit rock. And that's pretty much what I did and I thoroughly enjoyed my listening experience. So, Fucking with that shit heavily. Fucking with the album. That's West Side Gun, Allah Sent Me, featuring Benny the Butcher and Conway. All right, next up, we're going to go to, as I mentioned, the other release that um, many people probably were looking to hear was the baby's new project. It's called Blame It On Baby. Um, let me just go, before I tell any more about what I think about the album, let me just play the song, pick this song off the project. It's called Nasty. It features Ashanti and Meg Thee Stallion. And I can tell you what I think about it and the album. She know I'm nasty. Yeah. She like when I pull it out and I put it all over her ass cheeks. Uh, uh. She don't gotta ask me. Come on. Yeah, I want hair before we fucking. I want it nasty. She like when I tell her to spit on. Like I get that mouth and I sit on the couch and I make her sit on. Let's go. Yeah, I was that little nigga that could take a bitch from his big home. Especially if she flexible, I flex. I take both her legs and I put them behind her head like she a prince. Then I pick her up and I slam her down on her head like I'm a wrestler. Like mm, trying to kill the pussy, call the ambulance, get a stretch. I be fucking this bitch while he ain't at home. She got them pics of me in her phone. That man a fool if he don't leave. Cause bitch can't leave a nigga alone. She call me. Baby, 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 baby. We got London on the track. Drop that pin, come drop that dick. He gripping them covers, this pussy like butter. He put it in damn near nutty. He know he made it, he fucking on Megan. It's driving his last hoe crazy. I like to talk shit when I fuck. I need a rough nigga like the baby. When he hit the city, he gon' tap in. He gon' fly me out to put it back in. I ain't tripping when a nigga pull my hat, cause he gon' pay for it to put it back in. I put one leg on the headboard, leave the other leg on the mattress. Look down at him while he's smacking. Get them headshots like an actress. Yeah, my baby like to act up when we fucking. Uh-huh. Aggressive freak, she tell me smack him when we fucking. I started to laugh, she said, what's fun? She throwing that ass. I'm holding it back because I don't want to nut twist. 
All right, so that's new to baby. Um, and I love that song. That was um one of the songs that I felt like, oh, I'm gonna save this on my little favorites playlist. Um, and I think that was the only song I ended up saving on the album. That was the twelfth out of thirteen songs. And you know, the project itself is not bad. Um, it's just to me, it's like if you have a playlist of ten the baby songs, then you've heard them all, you know, there's no need to keep listening. There's no need to look any further. You've heard them all. Um, he did try to switch some things up on this album. It was clear. Like I said, he did that single release from one of the songs where it was a clear switch up. He was singing and it was not good. So there were some other ones on the project where you could tell he, um, try to switch up the flow because he mentions it every damn time he does it but that weren't that were more tolerable than that find my way song but they still just really weren't hitting on much to me um a lot of it still was kind of redundant and it's like if it wasn't redundant it was like a desperate attempt to not be um and it just came off too desperate but this particular song I really liked I feel like you know he needs to just ignore these criticisms shit if that that flowing style is what got him to where he is why not fucking keep keep it going you know it's always gonna be people that's gonna be complaining and say everything sound the same but if your audience love it just stick with that shit. Maybe switch up producers so that you can get a different sound behind your flow. But, you know, that's his flow. That's where he get in his bag. Then, you know, so be it. But this particular song I love. Um, I lo- See, remember when I was talking about samples earlier and talking about that 21 Savage song? This is a good example of how I like how a sample is used. Shout out to London on the track who showed his ass on this um, sample. It's, it was obvious you could hear the baby, especially when I Obviously, Ashanti starts singing the chorus. You could hear traces of it throughout the verses, but it wasn't just like, I don't know, just wasn't like a lazy attempt. You know, the beat was still primarily his, and then he used that to kind of enhance what it is that he was doing. And, you know, to me, I love the fact that Baby went and got Ashanti. I don't know whose idea that was, but whoever decided to go get Ashanti to sing on the hook as opposed to just using um, the vocals from the original track, Thought that was a great idea. She sounded good. She even, you know, did a little extra towards the end, and it sounded really good, um, and I really like it. And obviously, Meg put her on a song called Nasty. I mean, what what do you expect, <laughs> you know? So, of course, she gets in her bag. She does her thing, um, and it just is an all-around good song to me. Like I said, one of my favorites off of the project. I do want to listen to the album again because, I, you know, I like to give shit a couple more listens before I completely write it off um and so I will give it another chance just to see if there's any more songs that may resonate with me um other than this one but I'm definitely fucking with that song that is Nasty the Baby featuring Ashanti and Meg the Stallion all right next up we're gonna go to um let's do some more I guess R&B um I guess. I don't know. Sway Lee consider R&B nowadays. But um, he released a new single. I think it's his single. The way it's uh, listed as far as the like the title, it would indicate that it's Chloe and um, Hallie's song. But looking at the cover art, it seems to be a Sway Lee song. So it's called Catch Up. It's Sway Lee featuring Chloe and Hallie. And of course, Mike Will made it who made it. So let me play the song for you and I can tell you what I think. Mm-hmm. 
to myself Maybe it's true what they say about you just want them to cuss so bad like <laughs> I feel like I don't even think they've been featured on music with cuss words like they grown as hell at this point letting them hoes cuss shit um <laughs> sorry not hoes like that that's just how I talk but um yeah so I mean it's cool it's okay you know I was initially when I um heard it and I even wrote this I was kind of a little bored with it but the second listen just now, I, you know, I was bopping my head a little bit. I was, you know, just kind of grooving with it. The production is cool. Um, you know, I feel like Mike Will intentionally didn't give it like an urban sound. Um, one, because Sway Lee's audience is pretty much everywhere. He has so many different types of audiences across so many types of boards. And so I could see Mike Will intentionally doing production that, you know, would resonate with many of those different audiences, audiences that he has. Um, and you know, Chloe and Hallie, they sound beautiful as always. Um, but I just like, I want to hear some more grown up content from them. You know, I feel like it's getting there, getting close, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like if they cussed or something, then it would just take them to a whole nother level. Um, but yeah, I feel like they just are, you know, comfortably in that grownish crowd and don't mind staying there. Um, but I feel like it's going to happen at some point the same way Beyonce evolved uh, once she got a little older. I feel like the same will happen with them, especially if they continue to um, be managed by her uh, company, Parkwood. So we'll see. But I think it definitely is a Sway Lee song. Um, I don't know what it's for. It doesn't indicate if it's for a particular album that's coming out or a project. But, you know, Swaley keeps him one. And so I feel like this is a song that will do well once outside open back back opens back up and people can dance and shit again and, you know, be out and be social. That's definitely, I think, the vibe that I'm gathering from that particular song. But it's cool. It's called Catch Up Swaley featuring Chloe and Hallie and Mike Will made it. All right, so the last song that we're going to do today, like I mentioned, um, the top of the episode, The Dream also released a new one from his sex tape series. We got the fourth edition of that sex tape 
four. Um, and if you, you know, I mean, the title says it all. You know what you're getting. You know what you came here for. And um, you're going to get it. So the project only had one feature on the entire album. And that's the song I'm going to pick. Um, it's a song called We Hours featuring Janae Aiko. Um, let me get into it and I can tell you what I think about the song as well as the project. So I think if you are a fan of the dream and understand his type of R&B, then you are certainly liking that song the way I did. Um, almost immediately when he started singing, I was like, oh, OK, this is what we're doing, dream. I'm here for it. Um, and the song lived up to that initial expectation. Janae did her thing. She did what she does. Um, and it's it was dope. Um, the album itself, now, I'm going to be honest, I couldn't get through the whole thing because I'm single during a quarantine. And that ain't the type of music that um I need to be or want to be listening to alone um, right now. So I got through some of it. You know, I like it. It's definitely mood music. And lonely is not the mood, okay? So uh, that is what your situation is. You might want to have it on reserve for when we are let back free. But, um, you know, for what I did here, I think I like it. Um, I think I'll have some faves off of it. Actually, I do already have a couple out of my initial listening. I don't even think I got, there's only 13 songs on it. I think I just got to about almost like the halfway mark. So there are definitely some ones on there. This particular song so far has been my favorite. Love how he's showing them vocals. Um, and he's always, and hopefully the little battle he did with uh, Sean Garrett shows you that he's always made some amazing R&B music. Even if you look at the credits for this particular project, wrote and produced 
every single song. And he's not one of those that had a long list of co-writers. It was just him on every one of them. So I, you know, I respect the hell out of that, respect the hell out of the dream. And, you know, all of his projects will definitely get a listen from me. Um, I'm just going to have to wait a minute before I get to the rest of that one, um, dream. Cause you didn't make that for me. Okay. Not, not in this particular moment. Um, but yeah, I'm fucking with it. That's we hours, the dream featuring Janae Aiko. And that is a good place to wrap it on up for this episode. For all of the new listeners, thank you. Hopefully you made it to the end and I hope this was everything that you thought this would be and more. If not, all I can tell you is maybe give it one more try. If not, then hell, everything ain't for everybody. But um, to my repeat listeners, thank you again for coming back. Hopefully you all will be back again next week um because you know like i said we're keeping it consistent these days um if uh there was any song i forgot to mention this earlier but um because i do only play a little bit of the song if there was any song that you heard on the episode that you want to hear in its entirety just go to the website again it's earthmusicgeek.com click on the podcast episode section and all of the podcast episodes that have been released are on that page click on the particular episode and you will see a link to all of the songs featured on that episode so you can hear those songs in their entirety so that is there that's also a good place to listen to the episodes um don't forget to connect with us on social media we are on instagram tumblr facebook apple news medium I say Twitter, all that good shit. Um, you know, I love for people to tell me their opinions of the music, um, especially if it's a song that I reviewed. If you disagree, let me know. Shoot, this is a, a safe space. You know, we can talk about music in a friendly manner. Um, but the podcast episodes can be found. Hopefully you've listened so you know where to find it at this point. But it's on iTunes, Spotify, uh, iHeart Radio. I don't know if Google Play Music is still a thing, but if it is, it's there. Audioboom.com, or you can just go straight to the website, erkmusicgeek.com. And on that podcast episode section, there's a little audio player for each episode, and the episode is there for you to listen straight from the website or even download straight from the website. So be sure to check us out. Go to the website, check this week. I'll be doing a lot of reviews since we did get a lot of releases i will be doing some write-ups of some songs that i did not feature on today's episode so check the website for that and i think that is all that i got for you um oh just did want to mention fuck you teddy riley for having me go out get wine get other things get excited all so that you could show off and showboat for nothing fuck you for that teddy riley but no disrespect you are a legend but fuck you for that all right i'll let you guys next week peace